0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews Danielle DeMorrow, executive producer of Quinnipiac's late-night comedy show, Quinnipiac Tonight. Danielle discusses her role as executive producer and what content the show is currently working on, She also takes us inside her internship with Beachfront Property Management and some of her responsibilities that she completes there. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening.
1: Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Roush, and joining us today is Danielle DeMauro. Danielle is a double major in Media Studies and Film, Television, and Media Arts. Danielle, thank you for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: So why a double major? What, uh, what do you feel like you're getting out of both of those?
2: Yeah, so I originally came to Quinnipiac as just a film major, and then I decided to add media studies after I had taken uh, COM 120, which is the introductory media studies course. And I thought that I would be interested in like the more business side of things, like more social media, because film and uh, like social media can be intertwined as in terms of like marketing a film, uh, things like that.
1: And what was your initial interest in film?
2: Yeah, um, initially, it sounds kind of weird, but my cousin had a YouTube channel at the time, I think he still does, um, where he would do Let's Plays in terms of like, uh, he would play a video game and then you would see his screen and uh, people would watch him just play a video game. And I thought it was the coolest thing. So I thought I would start my own YouTube channel where I talk about books, because that's mostly what I'm interested in. And then I've kind of been growing that a little bit. And I figured, you know what, why not go into film after being kind of introduced into very basic video production. And then I learned a lot more once I first came to Quinnipiac, of course. (laughs) Uh,
1: So Danielle, you're involved in Q30 television. Tell us what you do there.
2: Yes. So I'm the one of the two executive producers for Quinnipiac Tonight, which is our SNL style show. So that's been really fun. Last year, I was an associate producer for that, but... That's been a really great experience because I've now as executive producer, I've been able to kind of do the more organizational side of organizing the show. A lot of things that people don't see behind the scenes, whereas as an associate producer, I was actually going and making the pre-taped segments that we would put on during the live show. So now I'm kind of organizing it almost like a producer of like a film or um, for a live television station would do. It's really cool.
1: Tell me a little bit more about the show. What are what are the skits or the episodes or the segments like?
2: Yeah, so our segments are, basically we have our pitch meetings. And um, depending on who is hosting the show, we try to have like hosts and have like themed shows. So for example, if we were doing a Halloween themed show, which was going to be coming up shortly, um, we would try to have some kind of Halloween themed uh, jokes that we would have. Someone would pitch some cool idea. Like um, we're doing what we're doing for our very first show is we're doing a segment based off of the popular uh, video game Among Us that's been going around a lot lately. So we kind of try to take like current events or like things that are kind of popular in uh, media and in social media and whatnot and make a joke out of it. So we make a very funny segment based off of a very simple idea and we write a script for it and our producers actually film it and it is very very fun to do.
1: So is the insp- is the inspiration Saturday Night Live? Is that what the show is really trying to do, but on a Quinnipiac basis?
2: Basically, yes. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and who gets to host each time? Like, um, like, could I host sometime if I was interested? <laughs>
2: if you ever wanted to, we would love to have you. I believe we had, oh, um, Molly Annity host one show one time. So we would love to have a, a professor or the Dean of Communications host if you would love to. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure that I would be up for that, but I just was curious. <laughs> and and how often does the show appear?
2: Uh, every other Thursday night.
1: Every other Thursday night. Okay. Very cool. Danielle, I'm interested in hearing about the work that you've done for the university's IMC office as well. Oh, yes. Uh, how, how did you get involved with that?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I got involved with that because... One of my roommates started working for them a few months before I started working, I believe in, our, I believe in March of our the spring semester, our freshman year. And so I was interested in it. I kind of wanted to get involved. And then I got an email of them saying like, hey, we want someone that works, that lives locally to Connecticut to work over the summer. And I live about half an hour or so from Quinnipiac. So I thought this would be a perfect opportunity me to have a summer job and to get more experience in uh, film and television kind of stuff. So I applied. I went and uh, did an interview with uh, Peter, um, Peter Golay, who is the director of that, and I got the job. So that was really awesome because what I basically do there is most of my work is editing, and I wanted to get a little bit better at that. So we basically just make. Content that end up ends up going on to the Quinnipiac YouTube channel um and we also do some other stuff uh that I end up getting pulled into so i it's almost works like a production house is how they kind of try to uh have it operate so I will have to do many different things I've have gotten some experience working in After Effects, mostly in Premiere but some other little things as well. It's been a really great experience
1: So the Quinnipiac youtube channel what what types of things are you are you shooting and editing for them?
2: So mostly when I first started working, we did these day in the life videos where a student would basically just vlog their daily life um, as a student at Quinnipiac. So I really like editing those. Those were fun. Um, They're like just popular. Um, A lot of YouTubers like to do those kind of vlog style videos and I really enjoyed editing them. Um, Sometimes I've also edited, um, I think actually one of the my, the One of the videos that I'm most proud of, actually, that I've edited together was the recap music video that we did for the Yale, the Quinnipiac versus Yale men's ice hockey game, because uh-huh. I was there until midnight finishing that video because we were getting footage during the game and I had to input it into um, my boss's laptop and uh, just edit it as the footage was coming in. So that was a really very interesting and different experience because I usually have not had to edit like as fast as I possibly could like in the middle of a really intense game.
1: Danielle, how did you get to Quinnipiac? Did you did you know about Quinnipiac when you were in high school?
2: Yeah, I knew about Quinnipiac during high school because uh, I do live only like half an hour away. So I've been to this campus before. Um, there's They usually do a Memorial Day like a uh, car show. So my family and I really like cars, so we'd always want to come to that. So I've been a little bit familiar with the campus before I was even thinking about applying to college. Um, and then when I decided I wanted to go to college, I was kind of teetering between doing like communications and doing education. So those are the kind of two things I was looking for in some schools. And I knew Quinnipiac had a very strong communications program and education. So with, either way I wanted to go, I would probably be at a very strong academic school.
1: And did you want to stay local?
2: I did, I did kind of want to stay local. I think um, from what I can recall, my second choice school was Suffolk University up in Boston. Uh-huh. And the two schools, from what I can recall, were very similar in terms of their communications degrees. But when I came onto Cone campus, I just felt that I was going to be at home here. I know that sounds very cliche and a lot of people say that, but I just had this feeling that I was going, this is the place I was supposed to be. I wasn't supposed to go out to Boston. I was going to stay in Hamden. <laughs>
1: Okay. And when you were looking at the, qu- the communications program, what, uh, what stood out to you?
2: What really stood out was when I visited and I walked into the, our, uh, the command center television studio. I was just in awe at seeing all those cameras. And I also remember going to the equipment room. I believe it might have been Jess that I met, if I can remember. And she brought out a camera for me and showed me what it looked like. And I was just like, wow, this is awesome. I can actually touch this. It's so cool.
1: All right, Danielle. Career goals. What do oh, you What do you see yourself doing after graduation? And then, what would be the ultimate job for you?
2: Oh, uh, that's a that's tough because because of the media studies, communications, and film, there's a lot of different things that I can do. So it's been a little bit hard for me to pinpoint what exactly I want to do with my life. Um, I know this sounds kind of weird coming from from a film major, but. I know a lot of people are interested in like working for like Netflix or working for a bigger studio eventually. I'm not sure if that's exactly what I want to do. Um, Cause I've also, I've just heard like how those studios operate and Netflix. And I'm not sure if that's like what, how I work best. So I've been kind of more interested in like social media marketing, um, like working as for whatever brands that I kind of like. Um, just doing social media marketing for them and even just being involved, like directly involved in video production as well. So what we've been noticing as a trend in terms of social media marketing is the increase of the importance of video. So I would be interested in maybe helping build up a YouTube channel or building up an IGTV or even TikTok because that's been rising in popularity as well. So you can see how like video production and just having the basics of that can actually integrate into social media marketing and many other like things involved in media studies.
1: So you're actually doing an internship right now where you're doing marketing, correct? Correct. Tell me, tell me about that.
2: Yeah, so I started there I believe in June of this summer. Um, it's totally a remote internship. The place is called um, Beachfront Property Management. They're a property management company based in Long Beach, California. So I saw their post on Indeed, and I thought it was awesome that they were going to teach you like HubSpot and other marketing stuff, because I've never taken an actual specific marketing course. So I thought it was going to be interesting to just kind of put my feet right into it and see how that would be. And they've been awesome. I learned a lot through HubSpot, which is like a um, CRM. I'm trying to remember the uh, what CRM means <laughs> so that people know what that means. That's where I've been able to take a lot of courses through HubSpot where I've learned a lot about marketing. Um, they, do, they specialize in teaching you inbound marketing, which is a way to um, appeal to the people that you're trying to market to in terms of getting them the information that they need and becoming like a, um, a source of information for your customers before you ever even try to market them a product. Um, So that's been interesting, because I never really thought about that in terms of that. And I've been helping them grow their YouTube channel. I was making a lot of videos for them, so using my experience in video production is kind of what I specialized in. Um, We made some animation videos, kind of like explainer videos based on the blog posts that they did. And I've also been helping them recently, because I've been continuing on my internship, Um, through the fall semester. Um, I've been helping them make these employee spotlight videos where they highlight an employee, they ask them a few questions, and I just put that together in Premiere. And then I've also been helping them now trying to do, trying to build up their Instagram is what they're kind of focusing on now, trying to build their Instagram strategy.
1: That's very cool that you've never met these people. You're doing this all remotely.
2: Yeah, well, we've had, we do have a weekly meetings, So I have seen them, but I haven't met them in person.
1: <laughs> Alright, Danielle, what is the one thing you would want people to know about you that maybe they don't know?
2: Oh, the one thing that you want to know about me. I feel like I'm just looking over here because I have my stack of books over here. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of people know that I'm a huge reader. Like That's where I have kind of became introduced into storytelling. I know a lot of people when they come into, especially film majors, there's like one singular movie that really pushed them into going into film. But for me, I think my love of storytelling started with reading is kind of where it started. I was ever since I was a little girl, my mom would always read a book to me before I would go to bed. So that's kind of where it started. And I just, I just started reading like young adult books, probably when I was a little bit younger than I should have been. But I had... um, I had a, like a little bit higher reading level than most people would at about 12 or so. So I was able to read um, more difficult and longer chapter books. Like I was reading James Patterson books. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Have
1: you read the, the Bosch series, the Patterson books about uh, Detective Bosch?
2: Oh, I don't think so. I should check them out though.
1: Yeah. Uh, fiction, nonfiction, murder mysteries, historical... What, are, what is your like real big interest?
2: Yeah, my usual genre is like sci-fi or fantasy kind of things. Um, I usually like young adult books, but I do also like contemporaries. I'm kind of like what some people would describe as a mood reader, where I just kind of am in the mood for a certain book at a certain time and I'll just pick that book up. Um, I'm also that kind of a person that I can read multiple books at the same time. I'm not, I, know, I know that not everyone can do that. Everyone's like, wow, that's so crazy. How can you do that? How do you keep all the stories straight? But one of my tricks for that is reading books that are completely different from one another. So there's no way that I can get them confused.
1: Yeah. All right, Danielle, we are out of time. I want to thank you for joining us on On Uncommon Grounds. This has been great to learn about your path.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: That was Chris Roush interviewing Danielle Damaro, executive producer of Quinnipiac's late-night comedy show, Quinnipiac Tonight. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show was produced by myself, Mike Bachman. A big thank you to Heather Popovics for managing social media. And our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. If you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Lisa Ferrara, a recent graduate of the Graphic and Interactive Design program. And in a world that's shifting under our feet faster than any other era in a lifetime, information and media access are critical. So stay connected, my friends, and we'll catch you next time.